So, which top news do you want to do? Mine or yours? Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're both good. I Maybe we should go with yours. Yeah, I was kind of leaning that way, too. But I reserve the right to change the name of the episode after we record the intro. Perhaps. Uh, episode 122. The Space Force will be with us. And other news. Welcome to 10 to 1, bringing you top 10 lists at warp speed. I'm Melissa Kozer. And I'm Brian Kozer. We are back. Yeah, I'm back. And I don't actually have a whole lot of news right now. Uh, there's not a lot really going on since everything's kind of shut down. Yeah. We're quarantined. Right. And there's just not much happening. You feel like you're in a new new normal, new routine, or is it still weird? No, I mean, for me, personally, not too much has changed. Being a stay-at-home housewife, True. mom, mm-hmm. uh, I think, for me, almost it's gotten better, because now you're home mm-hmm. a lot more. Uh, well, you're home all the time, but we're still trying to treat it. As you being at work back here in the bedroom. But it's still kind of nice to be able to pop back as I'm doing, you know, whatever chores around the house and see your face back here. And then since you're not walking to and from work, then you get to uh, come out for a couple of breaks. And that's pretty nice. I know the girls are loving it. For us, it's going to be sad when everything's not on lockdown anymore and you get to go back to work. Yeah, it's def- that's definitely the silver lining, is being able to help out here at the house. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's easy to just roll out of bed and brush my teeth and start working. But, uh, yeah, that, that has definitely been nice. I just got a desk set up today. I've not had a, de- a real desk ever. Not since graduating college. So, got it's a nice fancy, to get that set up. Yeah, highfalutin one that raises and lowers at the push of a button standing desk i usually use it for but does go down and i've got my monitors from work and some of my other equipment so i can finally use a a large screen and and have a real mouse and a real keyboard do some real work a real man so yeah it's uh i mean i'm i'm kind of a homebody i guess so that part of it isn't isn't bothering me as much and kind of in the routine at this point yeah i will say that is one thing that has affected me is i'm usually the one that's like i want to get out and you're Mm -hmm. like oh let's stay inside right and so (laughs) in the weeks we've been quarantined you haven't gone out at all except for walks uh and then the odd drive that we take together i bought a i bought a cord for podcasting look at you i drove up to the music store i called them on the phone they said i'll bring that right out to you sir and uh, i didn't have to get out of my car wow then i drove over to the library dropped off the overdue uh uh, what do we have spider-man far from home spider-man far from home dropped off that blu-ray didn't have to talk to anybody and then just dropped it in the book drop Yes, but in the indoor book oh, drop. Oh, so very the conscientious heat, of so you. So the heat didn't ruin that disc. 
And then, although it was already ruined by the time we got it. Oh, I know. And uh, no, but we fixed it. We cleaned it up. Yeah, we did. It didn't act. It didn't actually have scratches. It was just okay. smudged. Okay, okay. From dirty fingers. Still, come on, people. And then, yeah. and then I drove over to GameStop, and they brought out my order. Oh my we goodness! We ordered uh, uh, Animal Crossing for the Nintendo Switch, and they brought that out to me, Look and I you. drove home. And that was that was my day of going out in the world, and uh, you know, I could live with this. Wow! No, probably for me, not long term, but I, it doesn't really bother me. For me, I've really been looking for any opportunity to yeah. Yeah. get out and socialize with my girlfriends and uh, go out for a walk with uh, another stay-at-home mom who's right. just a couple houses down. And, you know, we keep our six-foot distance and just go out when the kids are down for bed and we walk around the neighborhood at night. Yeah. yeah. You, I have been, I mean, I've done more walks around the neighborhood in the last two weeks than in the two years we've lived in this house or however long, we two and a half years we've been in this house. I mean, I walk to work, so I walk through the neighborhood, but there's streets that I've never been to until last week. You know, so. what if... If this really ends up being like a long-term thing, mm-hmm. maybe one of the side of side benefits will be that people actually get out and exercise more just for the sake of getting yeah. out. Yeah. I think definitely people have spent more time in their neighborhoods. I've definitely seen a lot more people outside the win- out the window. Or maybe health normally. will just really completely just anecdotally because people yeah. sit around and just watch TV all the time. and Yeah. A lot of, I'm sure that all the people that were going to gy- the gym, I'm sure a large yeah. number of those people have, They'll be out running. have been thrown off. So maybe nothing's really going to change. I don't know. Those who would not really. Yeah. There might be a few people, I guess, who everything else has been canceled. So now they'll get out and at least walk a little bit. Yeah. Well, they say you need, if you're going to make some big change in your life, you need some sort of trauma or some sort of. Really? Something big. Like you're not going to just. You're not going to, I don't know, go lose 100 pounds. You're just not going to wake up and do that. There's going to be something to jolt you. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Sounds good. I've heard it. Maybe yeah. this will maybe this will, uh, will be a positive change for a lot of people. Silver lining. All right. Well, maybe we should get to our, yeah, our top news. So you heard that, news. right? Yeah. So I was reading up about the Space Force and how they're not letting uh, COVID-19 slow them down. Okay, because uh, they're on... in space? Yeah. Well, I don't think there's much out in space right now, but they just launched a missile on March 26th to set up a hack-free communication satellite for the U.S. And okay. so that way, uh, I guess our military can do a better job of keeping us safe against possible attacks, and that's how the Space Force is working to... Do their part for us, and then April 9th, they're going to launch three Space Force members. Oh. I guess there hadn't been two, like the actual crew isn't, or the number of people in that branch of the military aren't very large at all yet, but these are going to be three official members that are going out into space now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that'll be April 9th. Wow. All right. And also... Uh, I don't know if you'd heard this, but the uh, it looks like the Space Force is kind of going to be under the umbrella of the Air Force 
just as uh, Marines are sort of under the the umbrella of the Navy. Yeah, they are still a tech a separate branch. I don't really know how that works. I think they're a lot more independent than they used to be. But uh, I should probably I should probably ask my dad for the the scoop on on space force and military hierarchy. All right. Well, uh that was good. That was good. Uh here is my top news. And uh well, I was I actually heard about this right before we went on lockdown. I was at work and uh, one of my coworkers let me know that there's going to be a a Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie. That's, that's right. amazing. Flamin' Hot Cheetos movie. And my first thought was, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I was thinking, okay, we had the, the crayon movie, or at least they were planning to do a crayon movie. Oh, I hadn't heard of that. They, yeah, that was years ago. They, the Lego movie, of course. Well, Legos was a huge hit. An emoji movie. Like, okay, and yeah. now we have a Cheetos movie, and of course it's Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Sonic the Hedgehog Which are pretty is good. doing all right. That's completely different. That's not oh, okay. a children's toy or food. Okay. So I thought, very stupid. Uh, but then, twist, uh, turns out it's a biopic about the man who created Flamin' Hot Cheetos. So apparently it was like, uh, uh, you know, he, he was an Im- son of an immigrant, and then he started working for Frito-Lay. And he came up with the idea, and I don't remember, I don't know where he was working. I don't think he was literally a janitor or something like that, but he was very low level. And then he uh, was like making his own spicy Cheetos because that was the food that he liked because uh, he's Hispanic and his culture is spicy food. And so then he pitched it to someone, I don't know, maybe the CEO or something. And they like it and they sell it and it makes the company millions of dollars. And they make the guy like vice president of. Ah, that's of really cool. International relations or something like that. So I just spoiled the Cheeto movie, Cheeto biopic for you. But uh, then a further, uh, further <laughs> twist. It's always good to have a second twist. Uh, it's going to be directed by Eva Longoria. What? Yeah, Eva Longoria, star of such hits as Desperate Housewives. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. I heard that one was a hit. Uh, she appeared on Jane the Virgin as herself. Oh, dear. Uh, let's oh, see. Oh, no. Uh, That's her name? Uh, Eva Longoria? Oh, yeah, Eva yeah. Yeah. Longoria. I heard yeah. Evil Longoria. No, 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 no. I was like, what kind of a name is that? Uh, let's see. She was on an episode of The Simpsons. She did a voice on The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, noted directorial talent, Eva Longoria. We'll be tackling the Flamin' Hot Cheetos biopic. I think this might be her directorial debut. Hmm. Not not positive. Well, Jane the Virgin ran for a bunch of seasons, so it must have had I, I, something yeah, I don't, in it that was... I don't know anything about it. ...that, uh, kept the, the viewers coming back. Yep, yep, but I'm sure she'll take all the lessons she learned from the Dora the Explorer movie... And turn the Cheetah movie into a hit. Flamin' hot success. Flamin' hot success. I like it. Why not make a Cheeto movie? There's an alternate title for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else you got? What other 
What other newses? Well, I've got only, a lot of newses. Okay, I've only got two more, so maybe you should hit a few. Okay, okay, I'll hit a few. Uh, so, Piranesi, Susanna Clark's new book that's coming out oh, this year. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, you, it's it's not ideal to hype books, right? Books are, should be different than movies or or oh, boxing events or something. Hype a book. I don't get excited about upcoming books, usually, but... Susanna Clark, we've already talked about this, didn't think she was coming out with a new book, didn't think she was going to ever write another book with her health problems that she was having, been 10 years, and she's coming out with a couple new ones, and they just released the cover for Piranesi by Susanna Clark, and it's, uh, I'll describe it to you, it looks like a a fawn, you know, the goat legs, uh, hairy thighs, with the uh, the bald calves and and hooves, cloven hooves, right? Uh, and then no cl- no shirt on, of course. Yeah, that's traditional. And maybe like dreadlocks, uh, no beard, pointy ears, okay. and, and the goat horns. So your traditional fawn. And then he's playing some sort of uh, some sort of flute. It's not pan pipes, but there's it's like like a V shaped flute. Okay. Um. But it seems like maybe in one of the Chronicles of Narnia, did uh, the fawn play uh, something like that? Anyway. Yeah, in the yeah. first one. Yeah, so maybe it's that same thing that he plays. Maybe that's a traditional fawn instrument. And then he's standing on a, it's like a Greco-Roman pillar with a black background. And then there's something, maybe it's like brown waves or coins or chocolate frosting or something is all in the <laughs> on the background. I hope it's chocolate frosting behind the behind the pillar. So, uh, yep, Piranesi by Susanna Clark. I can't wait to check this one. This is definitely going to be part of my 100 books. How are you coming along on 100 books? Let's check in. Well, I have done 15, and I'm Woo-hoo. looking to finish three more this week. Nice. I'm in the middle of uh, Ramona the Pest with Lydia, and yep. I have about two chapters left on that. Okay. And then I've been reading I Am Malala. Uh-huh. And, Malala. Of course. And uh, I should be able to finish that either tomorrow or Thursday. <laughs> and then I have an audiobook, uh, The Left Hand of Darkness. And I should be able to finish that by Saturday. Nice. So I finished drop a couple and I'm up to 22. So I think I've got to finish... Got to finish three by the end of yesterday to be on track because we're a quarter of the way through the year. Oh, poo! First three months of the year done. Poo! Yeah. I've got to be. I've got to get to twenty five then, <laughs> and soon. Yick! Well, yep. that's. I guess that's good to know how far behind I am. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, good reads will tell you. Really short. Yeah. If you punched in a hundred books as your goal, it'll tell you how many books you are behind. If you go to the reading goal. Oh, okay. On their on their webpage. Okay. Yep. So well, all the books I want are that I want to read are thick. I know. I know. I've got some some pretty big ones left. Also, that I want to read right now. I'm in the middle of Gardens of the Moon by Stephen Erickson, the first Malaz- Malazan Malazan Book of the Fallen that people have have uh, spoken highly of. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, Digital Fortress by renowned author Dan Brown. <laughs> Uh, which is as amazing as you would expect a 1998 book about hacking by Dan Brown to be. So I'm enjoying that one a lot. With the uh, 372 pages, we'll never get back 
Bad Book Club. I tell podcast. you, that has saved me some time for books is uh, just resigning from that club. You mean it's prevented you from picking up some easy books like Moon People, which was about 100 pages. Easy is a kind of loose term. Yes, 100 sure. pages, but stuff like that is not easy reading for me. It, it's so cringeworthy. Everybody loved the Dwight David Thrash book of uh, the cremated financial statements mm-hmm. of 64 squares. Oh, yeah. That was a popular one. Forensic certified account. They're thinking they're going to do the second one at some point. Of course they would. I mean, if, if they put the last book up to a vote... On Patreon, and if people had voted it, they would have done the second Titus Uno book. Or we could have done Moon People, too. But uh, I'm fine with spreading them out. I can wait a little bit longer for Moon People, too. Not, probably not more than a few months, but I can I can wait for it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with taking a break from that podcast yeah. for a year. Right. I feel like reading year is the wrong time to drop a book podcast. A bad book podcast? Yes. I mean, it's a good... Bad book it's a podcast. good podcast about really bad books. Yeah, a good bad book podcast. Yes, I had so, to run that through my mind a couple times. Yep. yep. Back to news. Yeah, you want to? So okay, do another news. Sure. Uh, let's see. So I saw that Disney. Uh, they've been having a little bit of a rough time with it, but uh, they're. <laughs> Uh, they're doing their part. They're donating. Sur- it, the The headline said that they're donating surplus food to local communities. Uh, it didn't specify who the local communities were. Um, <laughs> is this homeless they wanna, people? They want to keep alive all the people that are going to spend money at the parks in a few months. <laughs> and it didn't mention what the surplus food was. Is this like the gray stuff from the Beauty and the Beast shop? Or Isn't that is popular, this... Oh, okay. That's your positive example. What's your neck? The positive example is gray goo. No, that, that would have been negative a negative example, example because it's oh. not. It's like oh, okay. It's it's some sort of sweet, uh, filler food or whatever. Okay. It's, it's not anything. Cake frosting. Yeah, it's practically frosting. Okay. So, so I don't know exactly. That's kind of a vague thing, but it sounds good. Uh, now it does. Uh, Look like they're planning to reopen June first. That's when they're moving all their reservations and stuff for. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Are we going to be past all of this hmm. by then? Uh, is that very optimistic on their part, or yeah. are they playing it well, safe and we'll be well done with it by then? I think they're moving it to June because it could possibly be done, and they can always keep moving it. You know, if if it were still another month down the road and nothing's happened or, or you know, it's worse, I was seeing, uh, they think maybe middle of April is going to be the peak at the rate we're going. Um, sometime, if sometime in April is the peak, then, yeah, maybe we're past it. But if it's April and it's still escalating, end of April and it's still escalating, then maybe they, at that point, go ahead and push it. All right, but what August are your your personal feelings? What are you predicting? Like my prediction? Yeah. I predict Disneyland reopens. Um, well, not just well. Not I just think we'll Disney be opening. But. I think we'll be back going into work and doing normal ish things in May. I think in May we will be doing. Uh, I'll be going back to work in the office, 
I don't think it's going to last till the end of the year. I think we'll have more social distancing. But I think the first break will be in May. And Disneyland opens. I'll say it won't open in May. June and July will be back to social distancing in August. I'll say August, Disneyland opens again. Okay. That's my prediction. Uh, I have no idea about Disney. Um, Let me kind of talk it out, I guess. For me, though, I think that... I mean, you've talked about there being little breaks where we go back to work and then it's back to social distancing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know how all of that's going to play out. I know there's some people thinking that'd be a good way to do it, you know, a month on, two months off or something like that. Right. We'll see uh, what the bigwigs up in, up in charge decide to do. I definitely feel it's going to be about August, though, At the rate things are going and with how unprepared everybody's been and not really taking it seriously, I think in in the U.S., it's going to be August before the pandemic is like really under control Mm. and they start lifting bans on everything and, uh, you know, restaurants start really reopening and staying open for good again, uh, uh, theaters, etc., swimming pools. And then I think even in December, we're still going to be feeling a few little aftershocks of just uh, cultural, culturally how all of this has affected us. So those are my predictions. As all far right. as Disney, uh, I mean, yeah, anywhere from June to, to August, uh, it's it's. It's really hard to say because things have just changed so quickly, mm-hmm. even in just two or three weeks, that oh, yeah. it's we have no idea, really. Yep. True. But I do think uh, things are not going to get back to normal at all until mm. at least August. Okay. All right. Uh, some what? Nintendo. I was going to say, I only have one more piece of news. So how about I give mine? Uh, I guess then, so. Uh, you can just run away with it all. Sure. All right. Uh, my last bit of news is about Ryan Gosling, yeah. one of our new favorite actors. Underrated Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He's set to star in a movie called The Hail Mary, based okay. on a book by the same name that has not come out yet, Okay, but it's by Andy Weir, the oh, guy who wrote yeah. The Martian. Yeah. Yes, The Martian, which I don't like. Oh, but you liked the movie. It was okay. I liked the movie. It was all right. It was Aww. very pedestrian. Aw, but it's Ryan Gosling <laughs> as opposed to Matt Damon. And so. That's fine. Let's I see. hope it's good. Also, his second book was apparently terrible. Like, they oh. consi- they're considering doing Andy Weir's second book for 372 pages. It's oh. been suggested Ooh. by a lot of people. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Artemis, I think. Yeah, it mentions that briefly here. Yeah. Uh, so there's we'll another, see. actually, another film adaptation also in the works. Mm hmm. Let's see, but this one, uh, The Hail Mary, is a solitary tale of an astronaut on a spaceship who is tasked with saving the planet. Yeah, solitary astronaut, hmm, interesting. I wonder if he's uh, uh, plucky, uh, (laughs) well, humorous, maybe. uh, He's on his own, he's talking to himself, I suppose. Turning up the uh, old fallow ground, perhaps. Yeah, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. No, the book was fine. It's cool that it was a self-published success story, and the guy's a software developer. That's cool. And I'm glad people like it, but 
it was it was just fine. The writing was just fine. Okay. Well, so. maybe it'll be good. Maybe Ryan Gosling will add that <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Maybe so. That he brought in uh, Blade Runner 2049. Maybe so. All right. All right. Well, that's all my news. Nintendo rumors. So uh, there's rumors. Uh, there's been a lot of people reporting uh, the rumor that uh, there's going to be some sort of big Mario release for the Nintendo Switch. So possibly we'll see something like Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy all released on Nintendo Switch. Uh, yeah, I mean. All right. All right. How about this? Another rumor. Paper Mario. New Paper Mario okay. coming to Nintendo Switch. Those are always fun. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, I've only played one. And I don't think people like the last one, but they do like the GameCube one and then that I haven't played. That's when you played, right? Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people said that one was good. You said that one was good. And I also rumored that Breath of the Wild 2 will not be coming out on the Switch. But they will hold on to that and be releasing it on whatever Nintendo Switch 2 Nintendo Switch Plus, whatever the next Nintendo Switch is, well, or whatever the replacement is. So, guess we're gonna have to start saving our money. I guess we'll have to start saving those pennies. Yep. Speaking of which, I just finally passed Breath of the Wild. Oh, nice. Finally buckled down to it and decided I'm gonna go fight Ganon, and I do it. Nice, nice. All right. Uh, let's see. I've got. Uh, I've got to take that science. Sure. Take that, science. All right. So today on Take That Science, uh, here's the headline. New Caledonian crows are even smarter and scarier than we thought. They seem to be able to learn from each other's tools. So have you seen these crows? No. All right. Well, so there's those ones in Japan. I'll look up a picture. Okay. Uh, they're just big crows. Uh, but the, like, there's the ones in Japan that drop... They figured out they can drop their nuts on crosswalks. So when the cars go, you know, they, they drop it on the north-south crosswalk. The cars go north-south and crush the nuts. And then, and then the cars the go east-west and they're not going across the crosswalk. Crosswalk is safe at that point and they can go hop down and, and go get it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so they're, we already knew they were smart. Like we knew they could do that. But now, apparently, uh, apparently they can base, they can form a mental template of tools based off other crow's tools. So they can see some other crow. Um, uh, well, I didn't actually read the article. But <laughs> they can see other crows doing stuff, and then they can do it. So that's cool. Um, yep. And then my real take that science, I have a real one, and it's uh, SpaceX, you know, Elon Musk. You heard of that guy? Yeah, you you told me and I forgot who he is. Yeah, Elon Musk, he he started PayPal and made a lot of money. That's right. And then he started Tesla, car company. Everything and... he turns his hand to, he's, he's King Midas with a golden touch. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. He's had his ups and downs, but he's up right now. And uh, he has his company SpaceX, and the headline is SpaceX aims for 1,000 starships. Well, Private citizens are going to space. 
So and what uh, are they doing up there? They're just sitting out in space. Or? Well, they haven't. They've started. So they they built a prototype, um, and then they bl- they built uh, SN one. I think was their first one, and that blew up during a test. Oops. Um. Yeah. So is it just like uh, the eventually space travel will get cheaper and you could pay to like civilians can go out to space now and and have fun floating around in gra- well, gravity and stuff. Yeah, he wants to make uh, he wants to make Starfleet happen. This is what he is is his words, and uh, he wants to build a thousand starships to colonize Mars. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So he's doubled his workforce. He's sped up production. And um, yeah, he's, I mean, they're still very early. Still very early. But uh, yeah. Uh, maybe when we're all old and gray, we'll be seeing all of this come to pass. Maybe so. Maybe so. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe our kids could go up and... In the space fleet. Maybe SpaceX and Space Force will have some sort of tiff out in the upper atmosphere. We could call it... Star... Upper atmosphere tiff. Yeah, that's good, too. Uh, So then, uh, let's see. I think I got a couple more. Oh, I was looking for... You know, I was curious. Pretty much every movie in the next few months has been canceled, right? Or or postponed. Postponed. So I was like, oh, man, I wonder if it's every movie for the rest of the year. Like, is Dune going to be postponed? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you've got, you've still got to do work on movies throughout the year. So it's not like they can do all necessarily all their work right now. Trap, like maybe they can't film when they're, I don't know, are they done filming? I haven't kept up with Dune. But anyway. I would hope that they're done filming, <clears throat> that they were done filming by now. And that all that's left is editing and putting I guess it so. together. I guess so. Does it take that long to edit, though? I thought there was other stuff. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I think they cut... Sometimes they cut it closer. They haven't even released a trailer or anything, so... Yeah, but... I'm assuming they've got that, a lot more work to do. Movies that are still filming a couple of months before the release date, that is a very bad that's sign. That's true. That's true. Anyway, there haven't been any any announcements yet, but when I was searching for... <laughs> when I was searching for Dune news, uh, I came up with this this article uh, from a few days ago. Don't get your hopes up for the new Dune movie remake. And I was like, oh, I should go. I should go read this well reasoned and and thoughtful voice. And uh, yeah, um, basically his whole argument. If you get all the way to the bottom somehow, if you if you manage to read all all of the thing, um. So there's not a lot of technology in Dune because, you know, there's some story stuff about uh, uh, throwing out, uh, destroying all the computers at some time in the past. So then there's going to be swords again, even though they have spaceships and they have lasers. Yeah, and they have shields. Well, they can't really use lasers because something with the shields, right? It doesn't really work with the shields. But then a sword can get through the shield if you move it slowly. Right, yeah. Yeah, so his whole thing is uh, it's not going to resonate because they don't use technology. That's dumb. Even though they do use technology, it's just certain, like, what is it, laser guns they don't use. 
Think of all the movies I don't that even know don't what else. use technology that are huge hits. Even something as as I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it's great art, but Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they don't use technology in that. Well, yeah. I guess they use guns. That's sort of it. Yeah, yeah. But still, a lot of it's you know fighting with swords. Very yeah. little of it is is dealing with guns. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. dumb. Yeah, so that's weak dumb. Argument. And then it's dumb that there is a ton of technology. It's just not. There's no computers, and there's no smartphones, and there's no laser guns. <laughs> well. Uh, so yeah, he got his voice out there. He, he got it out. He wanted to say something, and then he had not. Uh, he apparently has not seen any Denis Villeneuve movies. He hasn't seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine, or Arrival, or or uh, his other successful movies that he's put out. So, so clearly um, he does know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's like, uh, everybody in our world is fighting over data. Everybody in Dune is fighting over. Spice. Huh? Yeah, because people these days aren't fighting over drugs. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where he was going. He just kind of wandered and then eventually, like, yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of technology, so people aren't going to like it. We better hope there's flashy special effects or it'll just be a colossal bore. Oh, yuck. I'm glad that guy's not a movie director. Yeah, so anyway, had to had to share that. Uh, I've got a couple more. You said you're. You said you got yours. Yep, all done. Got yours done. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, fifteenth anniversary is next year. Uh, so they're they're releasing a new collection with some. I think it's just a new Blu-ray collection with with new art, maybe some special features. So yep. Aang has a beard now. Fancy steelbook format, jam-packed with previously released special features. So I'm excited. Why? <laughs> that sounds so. Well, we don't have an, it on Blu-ray. What so. a unimpressive way to advertise. Jam-packed with previously released. Yep, nothing new. Yeah, now They're here just is trying hard to make you live ride the wave of nostalgia. Here's the here's here is the disappointing thing. Okay, so of course on the front of each of the books so each book gets its own case and of course ang is on the front of each book okay that makes sense okay all right so the back of book one is katara all right back of book two Toph. back of book three you want to guess Sokka. nope zuko nope well then it shouldn't be anybody it's else ang again no Sokka. Where's the love for Sokka? <sighs> Come on. My personal friend Jack DeSena is surely crying somewhere. I'm going to go pick up the picture of two bears playing tennis, <laughs> half of which <laughs> illustrated by Jack DeSena, the voice of Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. That is pretty cool. And, I forgot uh, we that. Yeah, I'll just go. Yep. Yep. Sleep with that under your pillow. That's tonight. right. All right. Well, I think... Then we're ready for this. Last news of the day. Yeah, so our last news of the day is Board Game Geek finally finished their website redesign. Man, it's been years and years and years. I know every time you go on Board Game Geek, Melissa, 
You complained to me about the shoddy web design. It's so busy and with tiny little letters and yeah. links everywhere. Yeah. Well, I know. It's been a few years since you've been on because they are done with their redesign now. All right, I'm going to check it out right yeah, now. Yeah, go check it out. It's It works on mobile. Hey, it's a small team. They're just a small independent website and they finally got through their redesign and I plot them. And the last piece of it was their forums, and their forums finally work on mobile. Site looks great. Well done, guys. Well done. As somebody put it, Board Game Geek blazing a trail to 2012. <laughs> I guess they finally figured out that uh, those smartphones were gonna gonna be a thing. Smartphones right, and see. tablets. It looks less busy. Yep. So that's good. It's great. Yeah, it looks like things are a little more organized, and you click on a link. Let's see. Let's go to the market. Let's see what that does. Oh, it gives me a list of things to choose from. Yeah, yeah. The listeners know. I know they're on Board Game Geek a lot. Fellow Board Game fans. Yeah. And uh, Oh, well, get, way to go, Board Game Geekers. Yep. So uh, the Premier Board Game Database, now accessible through your mobile device. Oh, well, I think you said you had a story time for us. Absolutely, I've got a story. All right, let's get to that. It's sci-fi Christian story time. <sighs> All right, so uh, Easter is coming up, mm -hmm. and every year I pull out the Easter decorations, spring decorations yeah. that I bought last year when all the Easter stuff went on clearance mm -hmm. after Easter. And uh, last year, I had found these uh, cute little tattoos, little temporary tattoos. Yeah. And uh, they've got, like, little eggs and flowers and butterflies. Super cute. Knew the girls would love them, and they did. We, we oh, put, yeah. I don't know, I think there were 12 or so on Lydia and 12 on Amber. <laughs> I mean, we just tattooed those girls right and left. And uh, they, they, those have been some of the best lasting tattoos that I've ever oh, yeah. seen. Uh, yep, I had to scrub to get those off. Oh, yeah. Children's temporary tattoos. Those were amazing. And mm -hmm. they were so easy to put on. Yeah. So that was the girl's first experience with tattoos. Uh, this past Sunday, okay. I'm in the kitchen doing some work, uh, fixing dinner, maybe reheating it. I forget exactly what. And I hear a voice in the living room saying, Now, Lydia, while you were sleeping, your mommy and I tattooed... Wait, what's your, what's your least favorite animal, Lydia? <laughs> uh, a wolf. While your mommy and I, we tattooed a wolf on your butt while you were sleeping. <laughs> no, you didn't, Daddy. And she's smart. She knows when you're you're pulling her leg. Uh. Sure we did. You don't believe me? Just look. And of course she can't look down at her butt. Uh not really easily. She's not flexible enough. And so then I hear Well, go show your mommy. And next thing I know, there's this little girl running into the kitchen and moaning me yep. at the request of her father. Uh, yes. And that was the duckiest thing that's happened to me 
all week long. Well, all month yeah. long. I've never mooned anyone directly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my. That's gonna go on your tombstone. Here's my temporary tattoo story from tonight. So I'm giving the girls a bath, and we finally scrub them off. Lydia doesn't want them to come off, and she says, "Oh, I don't want to be a skin person." <laughs> <laughs> So, yep, got them all so off in the bath. They say. Now she's a skin person. Nice. All right. Well, that was a good story time. Uh, we got a little bit of feedback because our comments work. You can go to our website and leave comments again. And update from last time, I got to, I finally imported our previous comments. So every comment you ever left is now back on our website. Ray, we're back in the digital age we're again. We're back and we're off discuss. And we're on to because I'm disgust with it. That's right, and we're using yeah. commento, commento. What is it with these pun names yeah. you can't pronounce? Commento, commento, and uh, they're a lot better, much better company. Not selling data to third parties, etc. And uh, we got some feedback from Mad Mouth. So uh, hopefully you're listening to this Mad Mouth, and. Uh, I don't know if Madmouth is a new listener or a, an existing listener I don't think or someone we've, we've already talked to, um, but uh, Mr. or Mrs. Mouth, if you would uh, <laughs> just let us know if you're a new listener or if you're someone that we already know using, uh, I mean, I, I hesitate to suggest this, but possibly using an assumed name on the internet. Uh, but anyway, uh, Mad Madmouth uh, said that Twin Peaks uh, is one of their favorite shows. However, watched season three, episode one, did not care for it. So I guess quit that show. Uh, and I understand that. Uh, definitely very, very polarizing. And then two other shows uh, that that they love. They're curious if we've seen Rome or mm. Longmire. I know Rome was on your your uh, radar for a little while. Right, there. right. But it was yep. on HBO. Yeah. It kind of put a damper on it for us. Yeah, I'm I'm not motivated to watch watch many shows by myself either. So, like I watch I talked about Flight of the Concords last time. I talked about Twin Peaks season 3, but that's about that's about all the TV that I've watched yeah. by myself, so. Yeah, we um, same same here. Yeah, but I do really like Roman Empire, Julius Caesar, Crassus and Pompey. Mm. Oh, Mad Mouth. Pompey Magnus, Pompeius Magnus. You should check out uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History uh, good rec. Uh, podcast, good and he's got a six-episode series mm-hmm. on the fall of the Roman Republic yeah. and kind yep. of rise of the Roman Empire. Yep. And uh, when I say six-episode series, it's like each one is two, three hours long, and then the last episode is a beast. It's six hours yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. It's an audiobook for sure. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. Yeah, it's... Uh, so his last few episodes are available for free on his podcast, and you can also pay for his previous episodes. Uh, and definitely, I would definitely recommend going back and and listening to to any of them but the rome one is my favorite so uh well worth paying the few dollars to go go listen to those all right uh and then his other or her his or her other recommendation was longmire have you heard of longmire no i haven't 
I have not either. Let's look it up real quick. Uh, it's a Netflix show, 2012. Looks like it is an hour-long action crime drama. Went for five years. It stars uh, Robert Taylor, who I don't know. It stars Katie Sackhoff, who is... Um, what's her name? Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica. So would you be interested in a, a, an Alaska, no, a Wyoming sheriff who, uh, isn't, he's in psychic repair, but buries his pain behind his brave face, unassuming grin and dry wit. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. I thought that was worth checking out. So, uh, we're not doing a lot of TV. So this probably year, next year with our reading list, but yeah, maybe next year we can check it out. And uh, thanks for sending that feedback, Madmouth. Definitely looking forward to hearing from you some more and from you other listeners. I know, I know, I know not having the comments on the website really stopped the fire hose. People were leaving comments left and right. It's a thriving, bustling community. But we've opened the floodgates once again. It's opened back. I know you're all chomping, champing. I know you're all... Champing at the bit, yes. I know you're all at the bit with your mouth and just moving your teeth up and down, just like really anxious and excited. And so, uh, yeah, get back to our website and uh, leave us some more comments. I always like to see those. And hopefully we can start podcasting more regularly. I mean, we just did two in one week. Yeah. So we're... Let's go. Watch our speed. We're looking back. Eat our dust. All right. Well, anything else? No, I think we've just about covered everything. All right. Well, uh, how about you tell us? All right, listeners, you can go to our website, tto.coser.us, and add a slash 122, right? Yeah, 122. All right, nailed it. Or you can go tto coser.us and send us an email directly to TTO us. at coser.us. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. And that's how you can contact us. Alright. Alright, so that's all from here. I'm Melissa Coser. I'm Brian Coser, and we're back. And this is 10 to 1, signing off. So long, folks. Yeah, goodbye. Oh, you know what? We forgot... We forgot to uh, record our own story time song. Uh, we we did the sci-fi Christian story time song. Yeah, People I mean, gonna pick up. That's I that's mean, we had us, the we had we had the clip. I didn't I know, see why we needed to. Yeah, but it's, the whole point is it's that we ten to one. The whole point is that we had their clips. Yeah, but we we needed to do we needed to personalize it. Yeah. We, ha- we had their clip for the intro and outro, and we still said mm-hmm. ten to one. Let's record ours together, real quick. Uh, Sure. And then, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just say it's ten to one. Our story time. Uh, that's cheesy. Yes, honey. Our podcast is cheesy. Mm. Uh, well, I'll do it under duress. Okay. It's, it's ten, ten to one. one our story time. time. All right, and you just uh, yeah, edit I'll... that back in. Right. Well, this was really fun, though. I'm uh, I'm really glad that uh, mm-hmm. you got Ben and Matt to say we could do this. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> you did ask. 
you, you, you did ask permission, right? Oh, honey. You didn't use your friendship with them? Oh, honey, no. You went behind their backs? Oh, oh, Brian. You mean the re whole reason you built your fan site was so that you could weasel into their trust and then get the permissions to get their music? Well, n no. I also got the permissions for the website so that I could sneak in and release this episode in their feed. I oh, mean, okay. I guess that all balances I've, out. I have complete access. Sweet.